Welcome to What Is It About the Weather, a podcast where we explore the many ways that weather intertwines itself into our lives. I'm your host, Mark Jelinek. This week, are we thankful for weather? Well, it's kind of the season to discuss those sort of things, isn't it? Before we get there, let's hit a few other topics. All right, Apple Podcast ratings. I haven't been in there in, in ages. Actually, I went in there when I was pulling the podcast out of hiatus just to make sure everything was working. I flipped back over there this week. I don't even know why. I think maybe they sent an email talking about, you know, some settings that we as podcast hosts need to know about or something along those lines. Jumped over there to find a one-star rating. Oh my gosh, end of the world. I don't have a lot of ratings over there. Never paid it much attention. As everybody knows in the beginning, probably if you listen to early episodes, was a little more focused on that. I haven't been as much recently. And it was also interesting that I've read somewhere that it doesn't matter what how many stars that people give you. The whole point is to get reviews. So you just want people to go over there and give you and, and I know somebody who would went out of their way to say, I'll, you know, promote something if you put one stars in there instead of five stars. But what was particularly funny about the rating as I was reading it, it said, just listen to, you know, such and such episode, 26 minutes episode, seven minutes in and nothing relevant. And and the funnier part about that was, is yeah, I can think sometimes when in beginning and the, the monologue section, if you will, of the podcast, like here, that it can go a little long if we've got some things to cover. But what was more humorous about that than anything else is it was actually an episode that I got a lot of positive feedback on from regular listeners. So I'll take it as it is. If they didn't find anything relevant, well, that's fine. But I also looked at the name and it looked like somebody that goes around and promotes podcasts or something. So maybe they wanted me to get in touch with them and then they'd change their rating or something if I gave them, I don't know, money to do it or something. It doesn't matter. Don't really care. If they didn't like it, well, then the podcast just isn't for them. It's not going to be for everybody, right? We all know that. If I was that popular, well, maybe I could make a living at doing this, and that's probably not going to happen anytime soon either. The other thing that happened kind of shortly after that is I, I ran across an article. You know, we've been talking a lot about tropical cyclones this season. It's hard not to. And I saw an article that was kind of following up on something I mentioned in last week's podcast about the last of the storms that we've seen so far this season. Iota, strongest storm of the season. You know, a lot of things that were unique about it. Talked a little bit about the season some more and that sort of thing. But the article mentioned something. One of those words that kind of, I I don't know, maybe I have a different interpretation. They said the word likely. It said that we're likely to see more tropical cyclones in that area, particularly in that area this year. I thought to myself, well, that's pretty bold. Then I started wondering, what does likely mean percentage-wise? See, we all know. I mean, I mentioned it time and time again. I think in probabilities, right? That's This is kind of the way my brain works, particularly having worked in this field for many years, is everything is about probabilities. But when someone says something's likely to me, that means a greater than 50% chance at a minimum. And likely even says, you know, maybe even like two thirds or something. Now I know it's not probable. They didn't go all the way out and say probable, but likely still a big number, but they asked, I found an article that asked some other people that work in statistics, what that would mean. And they got answers all over the place. 
So I'm curious if you have, if you heard someone say something's likely, what does that translate into for you? Let me know. All right. Weather weapons. Hope you enjoyed the episode on weather weapons. I came across an article. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. Not going to dwell on it here, but an interesting write-up of why we haven't seen weather weapons. It's independent for me. I didn't find this when I was doing the original research, but keep an eye out. Go to the show notes. Take a look. And because I don't want to be seven minutes in before we get something relevant, we'll, we'll be done with the intro stuff and get to the main topic. I'm not going to ramble on too much this week. It's Black Friday. That's what I've never understood. Why don't they call it Frivolous Friday or... Uh, Find ways to spend all your money Friday or something. Black Friday. Just never liked that term. But it comes after a day here in the U.S. that it's a big holiday every year. Actually, in some ways, it may be bigger than many others because it's always set on a specific day of the week, unlike a lot of holidays here. And it's at a time of year when... You know, people are spending more time inside, but you know, big meal, always a big family gathering. Now, certainly this year, it's been different for a lot of people. All the same things haven't been able to transpire because of the challenges we're dealing with COVID. But that to me made the holiday even that much more important. Made me think about what am I thankful for? What am I grateful for? And as I was thinking about the holiday coming up in the last couple of weeks, I started to wonder, you know, I know I'm thankful for weather. Clearly, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I wouldn't have been a meteorologist for many years if I wasn't thankful for it. Now, we complain about the weather a lot. A lot of people complain. You always hear people. But is there a flip side? Are, Are we grateful? Right? Now, I'm grateful for weather for a lot of reasons. But... It's not just about having a career in the field, and it's not just about having something to talk about with you guys. There's truly weather situations that I can think of that mentally come into my head that I'm genuinely grateful for. An example of one is a fresh snow. I love a fresh snow. I love the snow when it's falling. I love how quiet it makes things because it has some incredible sound dampening techniques. And I can even think of an area when I lived in upstate New York, I lived not too far away from kind of a, an interstate area, got a fair amount of traffic, a lot of truck traffic. So, you know, certain times of the day, you'd hear a little more whenever it snowed, even after the roads have been plowed because of the dampening sound, even if there were cars and trucks on that section of road, you could hardly hear them. It just got super quiet. But I like how clean it makes everything look it's almost magical and it does it does invoke for me memories of childhood of waiting for snows to have a snow day to not have to go to school those sort of things but that's one another one happened to me just this past week i'd been doing something and ended up being up late working on something it's kind of Tired, you know, but edgy sort of tired. Probably had had too much caffeine or some a late cup of coffee. Something that I needed to kind of get wrapped up. And it just, you know, it was kind of in that state where it's like, uh, 
just a little wired, a little strung. Been a long day. And all of a sudden, I heard the rain against the window. And I don't know if it does it for you. And, and, and this can happen to me a lot of places. It can be at home. It can be in a car, right? I love the sound. This is one that I, I visually, it's neat. I always like, for, for instance, being in a car, like with a sunroof or something and seeing rain against it or even against the window and watching the rain slide down the window. But particularly, I can close my eyes and just listen. And there's something particularly soothing about that for me. Right? Another one is a perfect rainbow. I love a perfect rainbow. I love, you know, like a full, catching a full rainbow. But even maybe having a little cloud, like it's, it's not like it's just a blue sky rainbow. But particularly when the storm first, you know, gets past and the sun starts breaking through and creating that rainbow or even a double rainbow, you know, the times when they just seem impossibly huge and close to you. And how it truly invokes this idea of things are going to be better, right? Everything's going to be okay. There is something glorious at the end of the difficult times. And, you know, it's such a a reminder as we go through challenging years, I guess, that there are positive outcomes that can come doesn't mean it's going to happen for every one of us. I know that. It's been a hard time. But it's just a kind of a reminder to me that even when I'm down, even when I'm in a bad state, that I can see this amazing thing and know it's just something as simple as, as simple as it is, right? It's, it, it's just the way light is moving through some water molecules, Right. But even in something that simple, how amazing something is that can be created. So I'm not only grateful for the weather, the weather enterprise, if you will, and all the things it's done for me. It, they're truly in the moment of individual weather events, I, I pause and I'm particularly grateful or thankful for those things. Because almost every time it happens, I do, it, it creates a pause state for me. Now... My real question became, is that something that's just me? Am I limited in that? Right? Is my fascination with the weather or my career around the weather or the way it creates this sort of normality for me in in all these different situations, am I unique? Does it apply to other people? And I think the answer is based on, you do it sometime, go scroll through whatever social media platform you're on. And, and Instagram hit me the other day. Yeah, I like weather pictures. But every now and then, once, you, once I run through the feed of some people I follow, I have suggested posts. Now, maybe it's because I post in some weather pictures, but I don't, I don't think that's that unique to me. Maybe you do a search once or twice on, on weather, it'll come up. And I see all these amazing weather photos. Now, I realize that's not the only topic that people are posting photos about. But if you look at the photos that people post, there's a magnificent sensation that they're trying to create, right? It's, it's at many times awe-inspiring. At many times, it's just it's 
bigger than life, if you will, because they're looking out at the horizon or be, you know, trying to see farther than the eye can see almost sort of thing. And the weather captures this endless world that's around us, right? And even tonight, right before I was getting ready to record this podcast, I had just done a workout, chilling a little bit afterwards, having half a turkey sandwich, something else to be grateful for. And the sun hit this perfect spot, right? This perfect point. And maybe I'll use this as the the art for this week's episode. Hit this perfect point where the sun, just a sliver of it was coming through the clouds. There's something as simple as clouds and how something as simple can drastically change my visual plane and create this little sliver of light that just kind of came through and it provided that warmth, right, of, yeah, the sun was setting, but it was a reminder of how magnificent things are around me. All right. So when I see pictures like that on, on Instagram, I know it's not just me that's fascinated by it. Because weather helps create these amazing views. Right? So it's digging, it's digging, looking at articles, enough about me waxing on and probably put you to sleep by now. And saying, okay, right? What what are are, are people grateful for weather? Now, what I didn't find in particular is an article about people being grateful for weather, but I did find an interesting article about the science of being grateful, right? And in that article, it even mentions weather, which I thought was interesting. So there it is. Scientifically, it's proven that weather makes people thankful or grateful. But alas, let's move beyond that just because they use the word weather. What other things did I find? And so I started reading all these articles because, again, we get this time of year, people are not only putting up you know, things like be thankful for your weather. They're thankful for the forecast that it's going to be good for whatever event they're going to, you know, it being Thanksgiving or whatever. So they kind of play off of that, if you will, you know, wordsmith it a little bit and use, you know, being Thanksgiving time, they use thankful for it sort of thing. But what the interesting part of it was, the theme that kept coming back is that people appear to be thankful for their weather. And, and that's what I found intriguing. So if I read an article that was written in somebody lives in Oregon, they would tell you all the reasons that Oregon weather was great versus if I saw an area that had a lot of snow. They would tell you lots of snow is good. And even the snow, the people that clear the snow from the streets, they were kind of down a little bit because they hadn't had enough snow lately and they finally got some snow. So they were particularly happy. They were happy because they had jobs to do and, and money to earn from it, I'm sure. But it didn't matter. It, it could. There was one I read in, in, you know, a more tropical climate about how how good it is to have this. Yeah, we have hurricanes. We got to deal with that risk. But you know, we don't ever get snow, right? <laughs> or a place that maybe doesn't get bad. You know, maybe get some hotter weather and, and colder weather, but they don't get the extremes, and they should. They're thankful for that. And then it talked about articles of being thankful for the fact that even the weather changes and just think about how boring it would be if it didn't. Yeah, that's kind of one of those things, right? I, I can relate to that. So I kept finding all these articles. So, you know, 
it was no storms, not always the same. You know, like I said, even for the snow, it, it didn't matter. They, they, they found their angle and they reminded the people that were like them, maybe because they lived in the same vicinity, of why they're thankful for the weather. All right. And it, it was a thing that the theme was always, even in the worst cases, like it could be worse. You could have that kind of weather. Right. <laughs> Some of them weren't as glowing as, oh, be thankful about how wonderful it is. And a reminder, you know, somebody was like, oh, it's been a great year for, you know, getting out on the boat in the ocean. Just think about had we had more hurricanes in this vicinity. And in examples of that this year in the U.S., we had a lot of storms move into the Gulf of Mexico, not as many up the East Coast, as an example. So those people were probably thankful this year for that, for the weather. But, I, you know, I, I, that's that's being thankful for not getting a weather that they can get. But then you also had these stories, and it, it is a reminder of whether, it, you know, it can be that at least we didn't get a hurricane or at least we didn't get a bad winter storm or it, it could be worse, but also the reminder that it brings incredible relief. Like when it's really dry and a storm comes through and waters the crops or whatever it is. How incredibly important that can be to everybody's lives. Yeah, we all want the perfect kind of rain. We don't want these big storms. But even sometimes when you get the heavy storms, it's, oh, it helped end a drought or put out fires. You know, you think about all these different angles and different ways to look at it. And I think it gets into the mentality of maybe it's about being thankful or, or grateful in general. And that got back to that article about the science of being grateful. And I think it's probably people that are thankful for weather, grateful for weather, like me. Maybe it's because I'm just taking time to think of it that way. Maybe there are a lot of people that are grateful for other things and weather just doesn't happen to be one of them. I don't know. I like to think that I'm far from the only person that's grateful for weather. And the article's pointed to enough other people that are great. And, and I'm, I'm not, again, I'm not talking about people who are, have always been fascinated by weather. I'm, I'm talking about just normal people. But whether it's weather directly or other things that weather touch this time of year, I mean, because weather can create great settings and environments to enjoy. Or, or right now when we're trying all to spend a little more time outside, particularly before winter creeps in and makes that a little more difficult to do. Weather is an important part of that. So hopefully in all this season, as we kick in towards the end of the year and everybody's doing all their shopping and all that sort of thing, we find a moment to pause and be grateful. I hope you have a little weather twist in there somewhere. But if not, be grateful and thankful for something. Let me know what you're grateful for. What is about the weather at gmail.com? Also find that on Twitter or Mark underscore Jelonic on Twitter, which, whichever you want to find. Let me know. Be curious to know what you're grateful for, even if it's not related to weather. I always like hearing 
what's making people feel good. I think it's good for all of us to hear the things that give us all hope, the things that make us all want to push on, even when times are difficult. Now, interestingly enough, I actually found one of these I've mentioned before. There's a place called Gratitude, Maryland, and I think I've mentioned that one before. But I also found a thankful North Carolina. And for those that aren't in the U.S., just know those are two different states, and those are cities within those, those states. So there are places named Gratitude and Thankful. Maybe I should be doing weather forecasts just for them because the people in Thankful have got to be thankful for their weather forecast, right? So what's going on in Thankful today? But for now, may you have reason, not just this year, but in any year, even even no matter what the cause, if, if you've been dealing with a difficult time, a challenging time, either directly or those around you that you're worried about or concerned about, I hope that you can, in a moment, find a reason to be grateful and thankful. And just possibly, maybe there's a weather connection in all that as well. Maybe there is. Think about a weather thing. Think about a weather moment that makes you happy, one that makes you smile. And the next time you notice it, just be a little more grateful. Or take the moment to pause and be grateful. You'd be surprised how much it might lift you up. Because as we all know, there's much more to weather than the weather itself. <laughs>